Oh yeah. Hi, oh my goodness. It's Fitz. Your What Are You Kidding Me Anchorman is here. And in this edition of the What Are You Kidding Me Story podcast, What Are You Kidding Me hits home. Did I catch our very own Aunt Claire in an embezzlement scheme? Also, what do poor guys have that rich guys don't? And be sure to have your dog nearby when you are listening to this podcast. Turn it up. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me Stories of the Day. If you have had fast food in the past 24 hours, this could really tick you off. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to take you out of Alabama. This is titled, That's One Big Whopper. A Burger King worker in Alabama just managed to steal $30,000 from the store over the, cor- uh, over the course of the past year. Wow. And, and this is how he did it. He didn't steal, uh, steal the cash. He created fake employees, and he got them on the payroll. Mm. Isn't that bizarre? That's mm. interesting. He created fake employees, started paying, and then he would just, I guess, you know, go from there. I wonder, was he in a position to hire them? Ooh. He had to have been. Well, he but must they, have been. But these fake employees never existed. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, so he, but he had to be able to put them on the payroll. I knew someone right. who did this. He would have wow. their pay going directly mm-hmm. to him based off of these employees he created. I knew someone at a business who was the payroll manager who invented employees and social security numbers and stuff and had paychecks going to them. For how long? Uh, for several years until she, so let me ask you this. Until she no, got caught. Yeah. Knowing you, now Aunt, she works on radio. Knowing you, Aunt Claire. Aunt <laughs> uh-huh. Claire, were you that person, Claire? No, I'm yeah. Knowing Aunt Claire and your conscience, uh-huh. did you say anything, not only to the individual, or did you call her boss and rat her out? I didn't know. This is. Uh, I didn't find. This didn't happen until Answer you, the question. Hold on. I don't know. She's uncomfortable, Fitz. The answer is I didn't My know. My client is not a snitch. This, <laughs> this happened a few years after I had worked with her, but I was shocked because she was the nicest, sweetest. This was like your mom, Fitz. Claire, we imagine, demand honesty. Imagine Mama Fitz getting caught doing this. That's the kind of person this was. The and sweetest, so, kindest, love of the Lord. Somebody that you never thought would be stealing in money. In a million years or would have the the the... the the whatever evil genius to like create humans that didn't exist to pay them, and it, and and you know what? Isn't that that's usually what happens? Yeah. Those people that you would never think would, would do something like this. Those are the ones running these boiler rooms. Yeah. Yes. You know, years ago <laughs> yeah. there was a really high profile case here in Washington. A woman who worked at Microsoft, who was uh, I think she was an accountant for Microsoft. She did this, but she made a bunch of fake companies and vendors that she would write checks to. Yeah. And she amassed millions of dollars of Microsoft's money, but then she spent it all because she was afraid of hanging on to it. So she was like a home shopping network addict. She got caught. She went to jail. But they auctioned off everything she had. She had, like, houses full uh, of, stuff. of stuff. And my friends went to the auction. Wow. And they said it was like there'd be a stupid ceramic clown figurine lamp, <laughs> but the garage would be full of them. There'd be, like, a thousand of them in there. And how did she get them all to come, like... There, she ordered them from Home Shopping Network. She felt guilty for the theft, so she spent the money. <laughs> she spent the money, so she wasn't hanging on to the oh, hanging so on to it. She wanted to put it in the bank. Ah, uh, uh, wow. insane! Thank this you. stuff really happens. She owns like thirty samurai swords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and she's got beanie babies and samurai swords. <laughs> That's and the kind of stuff candles. that was there. And several thigh masters. Yeah. <laughs> Bedazzled clothes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. All right, if you know anybody who's pulling a, a scam right now, text to 96459. What are they doing? Page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of the holiday Christmas spirit, feeling joyful, feeling cheery. Right or the young, and this could be a job for you. Oh, I like those. Um, obviously, people are watching Christmas movies and stuff right now. And uh, if you really love Christmas and the genre uh, of, you know, Christmas cheer, there is a website at reviews.org, and it says it's the ultimate holiday job offer. They're looking for their chief holiday cheermeister. I can do that. The chief holiday cheermeister would be paid $2,500 to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days. See, now you just did this with your Halloween thing. What did you call that? Uh, my writer's super spooky Halloween movie marathon. Are you willing to get paid $2,500 to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days? Uh, that depends. Do I get to pick the movies? Um, well, or is it just like any well, holiday? Yes, movie? because it says. It, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm scrolling through here. They will also provide their chosen cheermeister with yearly subscriptions to seven major streaming platforms like Ooh. Netflix, Hulu, yep. Disney Plus, Amazon, uh, Amazon just, Prime just, Video, HBO Max, Apple TV Plus, and Hallmark Movies Now. You know what? I'll do it, and then I'll give you and Claire the Hallmark Movies Now password. That would be nice of you. Awesome. Yeah. See, Thank I'm gonna you. I'm gonna Love give that. the gift of giving. Okay. So 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 <laughs> so you're in. I'm in 100. percent I'm gonna go apply. <laughs> <laughs> give me a minute. I'll be back. I can take my laptop. I am your what are you kidding me anchorman? Breaking top story news now. The smaller a man's junk. Well, I don't want no short short man. Or do you? The smaller a man is in the pork and beans, the more money he makes. Really? Uh, I don't believe it. I don't make yeah. that much. I mean, yeah. really. I'm broke. <laughs> Interesting facts that we're showing today on. What are you kidding me? <laughs> the smaller a man is in the, in the pork and beans, the more money he makes. It's science. It's science. And that's that thing with science, you know. Uh, even if you disagree with it, mm -hmm. it's still a fact. Okay, here's the thing. At, at <laughs> some point, works, at some point, they're asking these men to fork over what's in their bank account and also get out a tape measure. And what's in their jockeys? Which, right, That's, which that, means yeah. they're going to have to tell the truth on both of those things. <laughs> but Aunt Claire, isn't that what guys do anyway when they're around each other? It's always, it's always, it's always a big, uh, you know what I mean, a yeah, bragging uh, yeah. contest. It's yeah. Yeah. biggest, not who's smallest. So to get right. somebody to fess yeah. up who's the smallest, uh -huh. they obviously must make a lot of money if they're willing <laughs> wow. to. We'll give you a million bucks if, you, if you're honest with us. Right. Boom! I'm rich. There you go. <laughs> and I think a lot of this also, you know, depends on. And ladies, you have to understand this too. Everything, it, it's all about the temperature in the room. Everything is about the temperature. It was everything. Uh, yes, everything is about temperature or nerves. There are times where uh -huh. nerves get the best of us. And but that, also, that, let's but face the temperature facts. is everything. It's in the way that you use it. You're so right on that, Claire. What your income? Yes, <laughs> exactly right, Drew. Men who are more than a um, Lord. Yeah, kids don't know what I'm saying. So, and this is a family show. But men who are more than you know. You know, eight mm -hmm. earn an average of 
$35,700 a year. Uh, and your salary goes up as your pork and bean size goes down from there. I feel like this is a big hypothesis. I do like, too, oh. Dryder. I yeah. feel like this is is if you're was, if you're making sorry, more guys, money. This, this hypothesis has been proven. Of- it is a theory now. I'm gonna go knock on the boss's <laughs> office. Say, I'd like to ask for a reduction in pay, please. I heard you can do good things. <laughs> Page four. What are you kidding me? I'm gonna take you out of England in the key of dog. A pet food company in England just created the very first Christmas song made just for dogs. Aww. And uh, basically, they used a whole bunch of uh, you know research and dog focus groups to put together a Christmas song that specifically, you know, appeals to dogs. And and I love this because the song is called. Are you ready? Yeah. For all sorts of cuteness, uh-huh. the song is called "Raise the Wolf." Raise the wolf. Aww. Wolf. Raise the woof. And quote uses a reggae beat and uh, and the sound of bells, squeaky toys. Yes. And uh, and owners' instructions to elicit a response from dogs. So what? Just a bunch of people going psycho, screaming at dogs is what it sounds like to me. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Apparently, dogs are big fans of Bob Marley and reggae. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I had no idea that dogs love reggae music. (laughs) The very uh, very doggy Christmas man. (laughs) Hey man. The holidays be iry, man. <laughs> Who's Cr- a good boy, man? <laughs> Crank up some of that dog music, man. <laughs> Roll up another one, man. The bone, the bone. <laughs> Everything be iry. <laughs> Let's see here. I, I have. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. If you want to hear the dog Christmas sample, text me right now to 96459. Text the word BARK, B-A-R-K. Just BARK. B-A-R-K. Yeah, go ahead. And get your dog right next to the radio yeah, so we the can get their review. The dogs have got to be there. Oh, yeah, get a video and send it to us on Facebook. That's a good idea, Ryder. Here, while you're getting your animals near you, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, the 98.9 The Bull app, let me get some Christmas music while you're getting your puppies near this. So This is maybe people you could, Christmas music. Yeah, maybe you could. Okay. Yeah. This isn't the dogs yet. just want to get the dogs by the... So I'll give you one second to film your animal before I play the dog Christmas song. Okay, here it is. The very first Christmas song just for dogs in the key of dog. Sit. Sit. Oh, good girl. Who's this? Who's this? Would you like to go on? Walkies. Claire, when you do something so nice from now on, I'm going to go, oh, good girl. <laughs> Walkies? And I'm going to go, Whoop. Oh, Lord. I... Look at all the text messages coming in. Bark. Sit. Sit. 
child out of the family if they did something like this out of dallas texas how to get kicked out of a will volume one (laughs) (laughs) in dallas uh uh, tim gillian is a billionaire he founded a private equity firm and uh, he owns a number of high-end cars now drew i'm gonna ask you about this one okay i've never heard of this vehicle but i'm sure you have one of these is a rather special pagani hirara Roadster. Yep. A Pagani high, uh, you're pretty close, Ferrara or whatever. Okay. Hira. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it's a rare $3.4 million hypercar with an astounding 754 horsepower engine under the hood. Yes, Paganis are one of the most interesting uh, technologically advanced cars in the world. You uh, say Panini, I say Pagani. Pagani, yes. Did you say hypercar? Hypercar. What does that mean? Better than a supercar. It's more super than a supercar. Wow. One of the fastest more cars on the planet. A, it's Does more it like hyper go, than a supercar. Yeah. Does it go warp speed or something? Pretty close. 754 wow. horsepower. Get, sort of explain that power horsepower to me. Uh, well, obviously, speed, uh, top speed is really closely related to horsepower. you got to be able to push holes through the winds. You need a lot of power, and this car mm-hmm. is very... So they... They do amazing yeah. things with these cars. They they have no valves in the engine. It's all it's, it's like F1 technology and greater. It's unbelievable stuff. Well, guess what? What? It was a really nice car. Oh, oh no. no! No! Past tense. <laughs> Tim's 17-year-old YouTuber son, Gage, decided to take it out for a little spin to get hits and clicks on YouTube. Yep, he crashed it, destroyed it. Deploying the car's airbags, ripping apart much of the car's bodywork. Unclear at this time uh, if it was a single vehicle accident or if another car was involved. But, uh, by the way, this Gage kid has previously posted many other YouTube videos. That's the problem with these YouTube kids. His Mm -hmm. dad's this billionaire, and all he has to do all day is get up, uh, you know, with his very, very expensive cameras and technology and just make videos. Right. And it's like, (laughs) God, I feel so bad for that kid. what, yeah. is, what is his oh, future right. going to be? Because right. here's the thing. Dad's covered. Dad's insured. Yeah, he will good. get a check and another car and all that. He'll probably make out on the deal, but he will never trust his son again. Ever. Yeah. So right. there's no insurance to cover that father-son bond. It's over. <laughs> He's going to make his kid get out there and get a job. I feel like I'm talking to my son right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on YouTube, Dad, bro. Dad, I play play. I'm on Fortnite and PlayStation. All the Gage Arenos are watching me every God. day. Yeah. Gage Arenos. <laughs> I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Ryder the Young. Can't they, let the gauge guys and gauge gals down. <laughs> God, come on. You're messing with my fantasy football. <laughs> Page six. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Melbourne, Australia. Lick it or tick it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> uh, a woman in Melbourne, Australia, she was just ticketed. For illegally using her cell phone while driving. She says she was simply eating an ice cream bar. (laughs) Officer, it wasn't my phone. It was an ice cream bar. Yeah, she's saying it was just ice cream. Uh They proceeded to turn around and follow me up the hill. Um, And by this time, I had finished my ice cream. Um, And they had accused me of being on a mobile phone. 
There's no way that I could be eating my Magnum Ego and holding my phone and driving all at the same time. I still had my, my wrapper yeah, and I still go. had the stick. So as I said, I just finished eating it and I'd placed, placed it down in the console. Um, yeah, so I had everything there to show. Mm. And later on, embarrassingly enough, I still had chocolate on my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> She's fighting that till the end. Right? That is the hottest Wakeham story we've ever it's told. Play it again for me. I'll, never mind, I'll listen to it later. Do you really, uh, is, is that a thing for you, the Austra the Australian accent? Yes, oh, Australian accent. She's yeah. talking about eating ice cream. And she's spilling it on her shirt. Like, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> mm. She had the ripper? She got an ice cream stain on her white T-shirt. And even if she had been on her cell phone, I bet you she got right out of that ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope that you have enjoyed the what are you kidding me? Stories of the day podcast edition. <laughs>